Hey Climbers, Brent here, and before we get into the show, I want to let you know about a killer event that's coming up. It's the Martha's Vineyard Songwriting Festival, and it's coming up September 12th through the 16th in beautiful Martha's Vineyard. We're going to have a great weekend of music, workshops, and networking. I'm co-headlining the weekend workshops with my pal, Jimmy Yeary. Jimmy wrote, I drive your truck for Lee Bryce. Everything's going to be all right for David Lee Murphy and Kenny Chesney and a bunch of other stuff. Joining us will be hit songwriters Byron Hill, who's written hits for George Strait and a bunch of others, and Jesse Lee, whose hits include Peter Pan for Kelsey Ballerini. We'd love to have you join us in the vineyard. You can get all the details and reserve your spot today at Martha's Vineyard Songwriting Fest. Com. That's Martha's Vineyard Songwriting Fest.com. All right, Johnny, do your thing. Welcome to the climb! This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. What is leverage, you ask? What is leverage? Leverage is a strategic advantage. It's the power to act effectively. And you don't have the power because it comes from anywhere other than your reputation. You've already done something. It's not potential. It's not unbridled talent. It's, no, we've already created some cash flow. We've already made some moves. We already have an audience. There's people that are already responding to it. That's leverage, and that's what you're going to need to get a record deal, to get a manager, to get a publishing deal, to get all the things that you want, to get other co-writes, to advance your career. You're going to need to come in with something that's already been done and have a little leverage and make them think differently, make them think a little bit more of you than just some potential that they may or may not want to invest in. Mm. That's why we called it The Climb, C-L-I-M-B, Creating Leverage in the Music Business. And the genius that came up with that is my good friend and my co-host, who I want to introduce you to, Mr. Brent. Baxter. Brent's an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady Antebellum, Joe Nichols, and more. And that's not all. Brent helps songwriters like you turn pro by revealing how you write like a pro, how to do business like a pro, and on a regular basis, he gives you opportunities to connect with the pros. He gets you in front of the pros so that you can take that next step up when you're ready. You can find Brent very easily at songwritingpro.com. Once again, that's songwritingpro.com. And I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinell. Johnny owns a Daredevil production. They help you find your sound, and they help you grow your audience so you can become the artist that everybody loves and so you can get paid. Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. You can find Johnny at DaredevilProduction.com. That's production, singular, no S, and there is no S because there is no other Johnny D. What's up, brother? Hello. Hello. Well, um, well, we're going to, we might shake a couple rafters today. Okay, let's try this. I think what we're going to talk about is um, a lot of people are starting to understand, like I feel like more and more uh, people are cluing into this Mm -hmm. and they, as a, as a, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Not an idiot, because everybody else is doing it. They're hearing that that's what they should be doing. They might not even know why they should be doing it. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. So it's it's like the lore is kind of getting yeah, around. The, the buzz is kind of happening, but not why. Exactly. Yeah. But um, what we're going to talk about is Sheryl Crow's final album. Cause they final. Think, final album. No more albums from Sheryl Crow. Uh-huh. And why is that happening? We're going to talk about that. But first. But first. Take care of a little business. little business. Um, mm-hmm. Number one is uh, is the climb community. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, If you haven't joined it yet, find it on Facebook, ask to be let in. We let everybody in as long as you have a picture. 
And uh, well, I mean, it doesn't have to be like a sexy picture. Yeah, it doesn't have to, have to be good. We're, we're not judging the pictures, you, but the Easter egg thing or whatever, the, 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 right. the profile, the weird shadow thing. Man, if, load the picture up. Otherwise, you look like a bot, and we're not going to – like, you got to have a heartbeat. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, but, uh, man, we put lots of information up there. We've got lots of songwriters, indie artists, uh, in, you know, music marketers helping other people, trying to answer questions and, and find your way. So you can cut through the clutter and uh, up your – Connect songwriter co-write connections. There's mm-hmm. uh, places where you can share your music and get some feedback from other writers on there. Uh, it's cool, man. It's very community oriented. It's growing like every single day. So we're stoked about that. Don't be a spammy terrorist, or you will be roadhoused. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, subscribe to the podcast every single Tuesday. The episodes will automatically come in every single Friday. The mini sods will come in, and you don't have to worry about what you missed. It's all right there, archived, and you can listen to them and, and go through the stuff that that's relevant to you. Uh, share it. That's the best compliment you could give us. Is yes. is tell somebody about it if you're listening more than one episode and not turning us off and deleting us from your phone <laughs> then you. uh, and we're not for everybody it's okay but but the ones we are for you know some some birds of a feather flock together you know some other birds that are uh, that are uh, going to be able to benefit from it so yeah. let them know and finally leave a uh, a rating and review and let us know uh, let other people know who are thinking about kind of coming in what uh, what we're about they're, they're going to know that they don't need to um to uh, not gonna waste their time here, okay? So with that though, we we have one final five star review. Oh, awesome! I didn't even see it because it's not showing up on my phone, but I see it here. So let me let me read this here. So this is balance. It's from Steve Winnett. I hope it's pronounced Winnett or Winnett. Uh, Steve's I think a member over at Freddie.com. So Steve, good to see you on here. Thank you for the five star review. Yeah. Titled balance. It says I titled this one balance because that's what Johnny D and Brent Baxter bring to the table for me. These guys are the pros. They dive deep into every little nook and cranny about the music business, and then they share all that knowledge with us for free. Anytime I feel like I'm slacking, I just throw on a podcast, and these two are full of encouragement. Full of something. I think <laughs> you want to put your foot on the floor and get her done. I'd recommend this podcast for any musician, novice, or pro. Lots of great information here, and they are a hoot to listen to. Great show, guys. Thank you for caring enough about us to take time away from your lives to help us better ours giving us the best chance at reaching our goals. Rock on, guys. Rock on, Steve. That's awesome. Thank, Thank you, you, Steve. That's killer. Yes, it's funny. He, uh, I think it was on uh, on Instagram. He just showed up the other day, and I posted about, uh, as we were recording this, the last episode that came out was, um, oh, what was it? It was, <clears throat> how do you stay focused? And he commented, and I'll pull this up real quick. He was like, uh, seems like every podcast, they're answering the very questions I currently have on my mind. I think they may be stalking me. And so <laughs> I sent back. I'm like, awesome. Happy to be a service. He's like, see, this is what I mean. I'm getting ready to put on the client podcast, how to stay focused while I go mow this lawn. And I'll open up the Citra app and you reply. <laughs> I'm like, I gave him the eyes looking at him. Yeah, the eyes right. I'm looking at you, Steve. That's a nice John Deere, Steve. That's nice, <laughs> nice. Is that a 360? <laughs> Zero turn radius? Hey, you need some new shoes, too. <laughs> so thank you, Steve. We appreciate you, buddy. Right on. Well, let's get into this. Um, May, I'm not May, July 2nd, Music Row Magazine. Yes. Sheryl Crow, this was an article that made it around. We posted this article on... In the Climb community. In, yeah, in the Climb community and mm-hmm. on my uh, on Daredevil as well as my personal feed. So you can find it. Just scroll down to the July 2nd post. Mm-hmm. 
But Sheryl Crow uh, says she's gonna she's done making records. Yeah, done making albums. So the first thing you're like, what? What? Like, no, gonna... all I want to do uh, is hear some, some more Sheryl <laughs> Crow. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, like. Um, you get into it, and and the the meat of the story isn't that she's going to stop making music. It's just right. she's going to stop making records, making like albums. albums. Yeah, yeah. And it's um, why is she doing that? You know, it, it's 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 a what I believe to be a, a temporary. It, it'll last a few years, but I believe mm-hmm. it's a temporary uh, situation. I, I'm I'm sad about that. Yeah, me too. Um, I love albums. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some albums that, like, where the whole record changed my life. You yeah, know? Oh, yeah. I think of Back in Black, ACDC, Appetite mm-hmm. for Destruction, Guns N' Roses, um, Queensryche's Mind Crime, mm-hmm. um, uh, Rumors Weird, by... Weird Al, Fat. <laughs> that was the one! Because <laughs> I'm, so I'm, I'm fat, I'm fat. Ham, ham on, on it. Ham on whole wheat. Ham on whole wheat. Yes. Um... What are some of like the iconic records that just blew your mind? The whole record, where it was like front to back, you could listen to it and over and over and over and over. Again. I mean, like "Rope in the Wind," "No yeah. Fences," just great stuff. Yeah, that gar- some of that early Garth stuff. So solid. So good. I mean, yeah. Pink Floyd, "The Wall," Pink Floyd, "Dark Side of the Moon." Mm-hmm. Um, there are records that are just that just front to back. Just, I mean, Pyromania, Def Leppard. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> killer record. The one before that was really cool. I liked everything. So, the, the, and the album sort of gives you a, a broader scope, right? Like, yeah, they can go some different places that aren't singles. Yeah. Yeah, because I would always love some of the B-sides. For like yeah. Garth, it's a song like Wolves that's just that deep amazing. cut. That deep that, cut on the record. That cuts deep, you know? Yeah. They're like, yeah, this isn't a single, but it's amazing. Songs like that, it's like, I don't want those to go away. Yeah, yeah. And I think, listen, I think that um, this is a function of, of um, just the, the market changing, the technology changing. We're definitely yes. more of a streaming kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You don't put a whole album on a playlist, you put a song on a playlist. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but, the, um, but it is an art form, and I just think everything has to settle down, and mm-hmm. that'll come back. But you know what? Let's focus on right now. Like, I, right. I, I do, because I do believe... That once everything settles down, you're going to see some tastemakers start to rise. Like the radio stations are going to figure out that, you know what, the, the terrestrial analog thing mm-hmm. is over. Mm-hmm. And we need to be digital. But why, I'm always asking, Mike, I've had these questions in several different uh, industry pro circles. Like, think about what, uh, what Howard Stern did, mm-hmm. going to digital. Yeah. And getting a five, like a half a billion dollar contract and taking... Like two million people with him, yeah. Uh, that subscribe just to get his show because he's a personality, mm-hmm. and that's the like we're missing the tastemakers. We've got some blogs and stuff, mm-hmm. but we don't like podcasts. The whole platform of podcasting is exploding right yeah. now. It's on the rise because you get personalities. We get a lot of comments on just the way you and I interact with mm-hmm. each other. They they have no idea we're robots. It's they amazing. don't know. They've, yeah. they've we're we've fooled everybody. Them all. <laughs> and. Uh, but the the personality piece of it is is what you put across. That's what we connect to with mm-hmm. DJs, man, yeah. back in the day, and that became somebody that was a trusted source for music. That you were like, hey, I want to, you know. So why I, I think some podcasters who are just really into, um, uh, you know, how to market number mm-hmm. one, yes. and number two can spin some songs, and number three, even the the the, the 
the issue there, the speed bump is like how do they how do they manage the 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 business of it? Yeah, because like, they're gonna have to pay, right? Right. Yeah. To, how do you spend spin songs, songs on a podcast and then? But the radio sure stations, like iHeartRadio, and instead of trying to, they keep trying to push the stations and give a mm. digital face to the station, but what they should be focusing on is the personality. Yeah. And that'll eventually happen, I promise you, where and when they rake up and they stop thinking about it like a terrestrial radio station and they start thinking about it like a tech company, mm. and they're like, wow, we've got this one guy like Howard Stern has got this crazy, maybe he's not anything like Howard Stern, but he's big, a, a yeah. personality uh, who's going to resonate with a lot of people and that person is going to be able to have a reach that's worldwide yeah. and far bigger than anything they could have ever had on you know you can go mm. from zero to sit like Bobby Bones syndication man yeah. 130 stations it, it, very quickly if mm. you know what you're doing and you've got good content and it's mm. sold the right way right, right and yeah. and people go there and they listen and they want that kind of station with it's a playlist with a personality really yeah. at the end of the mm -hmm. day right so the question is, um, what happens now, though? Because that's going to take a while for that to shake out. Um, yeah. There's a lot of adjustments that need to go on in the music industry before people start thinking about it like that. Um, why is she doing this single? Uh, why are singles what's happening? Because when you're pushing something digitally, uh, I mean, Sheryl Crow, I don't know how much she's getting on the radio anymore. Yeah, I don't know. You know, she might have officially moved into the legacy artist market, mm -hmm. right? Where she's going to make her, she's got a multi-million dollar brand name. She's yeah. an astounding musician, songwriter, mm -hmm. individual. I mean, this is not taking anything away from her. I love Shell Crow. Yeah, like, she's, she's great. freaking amazing. Um, and I love her story. I love her, mm -hmm. her grit. I love Kenan, Missouri. Everything about her, yeah. She like, used to babysit a friend of mine in college. Stop it. Yeah, he's like, Cheryl Crow's my babysitter. And she was having, like, all I want to do just came out. He's like, I did not appreciate it at the time. I was eight. <laughs> you know, or whatever. I'm like, yeah, buddy, that's tough. Or he was five or whatever. He'll be you cool know? forever just for knowing him. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the reason that singles are the big deal is because of the formats that we're consuming them on at the moment. But also um, because of the way that they're going to be pushed digitally. When you're pushing something digitally, it's about the artist. It's not about the song. Mm-hmm. You know, um, whereas the song could do all the talking on radio, we, and we talked about the difference in a previous episode about the mm -hmm. difference between radio and digital, but it's about the song. So here's the thing I, I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm not gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna make a statement here. Gonna, people are gonna be like, what? Wait. Market. What? Yes. This is better, 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 better for indie artists. Because mm -hmm. if they start to, if it starts to be said, if you heard from a friend who heard from a friend who heard from a friend that it's all singles now, and so that was enough for you to start to believe that it's all about yeah. singles, then you'll stop spending money on CDs, recording <laughs> a whole freaking CD, yeah, record ten songs or twelve songs because that's your dream, because that's what you do, yeah, yeah, and focus on spending the taking the budget that you would spend on that album and mm. maybe record two or three singles yeah. and spend the remainder of that money, of the, those precious resources, marketing. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. 
with Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Yeah. Right? Like Better have one song recorded and have a lot of people know about it than have 10 songs recorded and nobody know about it. Yeah. And, and I mean, you know, listen, this is worth repeating. Like, everybody flip-flops this recipe. You know, if you go to a record label, we, we've got to be aware that we are pushing a product. And that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. pushing a product that nobody needs and nobody wants. It has zero and value. And it's competitive. Creative. And it's com- really competitive. Yeah. Like, overly competitive yeah. you know like I'm waiting for that to die down a little bit too for, <laughs> for the whole the whole uh, romance of being a songwriter and an artist because the rock stars are kind of disappearing right yeah. goes away and then mm-hmm. some kids just rather go play video games than putting up their stupid <laughs> fingerprint on SoundCloud you yeah. know I mean? That's the, the world's refrigerator it's horrific yeah. yeah but but man this is like push this single and push the the uh, and spend the money getting it out there. You'll see the needle move. If you're spending all the money on the product and no money on the marketing, this is why you're not getting anywhere. Mm. For everybody listening that's got a halfway decent product, you don't even have to be that good. Just halfway mm. decent. I swear to you, if you spent most of the money that you spent recording your CD on marketing and pushed one song out, you'd have a lot more fans than you do right now. Yeah. Because a lot more people would know about it, and that would yeah. be a, maybe a group of fans that like less than mediocre crap. But fine, fine. God <laughs> bless you. Yeah, I mean, this is this is got you've got to focus on getting the art and the artist in front of new eyeballs. Yeah, that's the deal. And I have this conversation. Like, this is what separates Daredevil from everybody else on the row, and what what we're doing with Randy with Barfrog from mm-hmm. everybody else, because we kind of get that aspect of it and people still trying to kick the dead horse in the old way mm-hmm. why am I telling you this not to pat myself on the back I'm telling you this because here's the opportunity if I'm telling you in pro, pro circles mm-hmm. and I'm watching record labels do it and they're still just making a mess of it because they're trying to implement the old methods on a new technology mm-hmm. on a new platform it's not working the ones who take a breath and realize oh, we could do this a different way. Because mm-hmm. by the way, if you spend all your money on a CD and you don't do any marketing, how much are you learning about marketing? Uh, I'm not going to learn anything about marketing because I haven't done it. That's right. I haven't invested in it. And uh, are you hoping that what, a record label is going to pick that up? Yes, because if it's good, they, they will find me somehow yeah. Yeah. in my mom's <laughs> In your mom's basement. And even if they do, like... The- even if they do find you somehow in your mom's basement and, and, and you win the lottery and you get the one in a million chance of being the artist with a whole lot of talent and a really great record on a record label and you get a deal and you have no audience. And then, you know, the next, uh, 
one of my artists comes along. <laughs> yeah, it goes. I, I want the I want the next single to drop to be mine, not that guy's on the label because, because he's got a bigger audience. Because I got a fan base. They're like, oh well, that's more of a sure bet, and we're watching our money because this is millions of dollars. There you go. And you got more leverage anyway coming in. Right. And you may stipulate leverage. I get a single released with full promotion within this so many days of signing this piece of paper. Yeah. You're not gonna have that because you ain't got no stroke. It's so. I mean, look at the look at. Look at what's happening in the marketplace. There's several indicators that are pushing towards this. I think of, um, I mean, let's just talk about physical product, right? Mm-hmm. The day before this show, Crow, was posted. I think it, July second was the was that a that was a Monday, so it might have been the Thursday before that when Music Row mm-hmm. comes out. But the uh, music, uh, not Music Land. Uh, look at me, I'm old school. Best Buy announced mm-hmm. like five months ago. Yeah. St- as of July first of this year. As of a couple of weeks ago, as of a month and a half ago now, when this drops, yeah, they're not selling CDs anymore. Yeah, and uh, so they're done. And, and, and the country music is like, ha, got you beat. We haven't sold CDs in years. Yeah, we're way ahead of you there, pal. <laughs> and then uh, rock and pop are like, what's a CD? What's like, a CD? <laughs> right. yeah. but and 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 uh, and rap, right? Like, I was yeah. like, well, we're selling. We're, it's all digital. But um, then. Target, one of the other big, super uh-huh. massive physical distributors, announces that they're just going to still sell them, but only on uh, consignment. So they're not going to buy a shit a shipment of CDs from a record mm-hmm. label and cut a check like they used to. Like you, we'll still make some space for you in the store, and at the yeah. end of the month, if we sell any, we'll send you a check for those along with the rest of the crap we didn't sell. Yeah, and you can take that back. So how long? That's an unsustainable relationship. That's yeah. a soft out, right? Yeah, it won't be long before they're like, we're done too. I'm not we- breaking up with you. I'm just going to not take care of my hygiene for a while, and you'll break up with me. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. Yeah. It's, that's going yeah. And then that retail space and their stores can be put to something that's going to move better yeah. and make more money. So CDs, there's gone. Okay, what's yeah. another indicator? Another indicator is um, is the uh, – I lost my train of thought. Choo-choo. I had it Took right a, a blah, wank. But this is the singles market. That's what it used to be like in the fifties. Elvis, A side, B side. Yep. And then you had the rise of the albums, like what in the seventies or whatever, something like that. You yep. know, where it was the whole album experience. And and Bobby Bones talked to uh, or talked about the John Mayer thing recently, where Mayer released like three or four songs at a time. Right. And gave you a few months in between, and then he would drop like three more. And it was just a different cycle, and, and like Bobby's talking about, like it's great because you drop twelve songs on me or ten songs on me. I I don't digest them all. We're, we're all drinking from a fire hydrant yeah. with music. We got so much coming at us all the time. How you know we used to you talk about the albums that changed your life. You would sit and you would chill and live with that album for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like even albums we like, man, there's something new coming in, blowing it off soon, yeah. like knocking it off the deck. Because especially if you're doing digital stuff, you don't have that physical product in your hand. The new digital stuff, you know, you may go and create your playlist, save an album on Spotify or iTunes or whatever, but it's not sitting on, you know, on your nightstand or whatever. New stuff comes in and you forget about it. You don't have time to really digest all those songs. And and doing like this, the singles or couple songs at a time, you get more time to digest those couple songs. And then he releases a new one. Maybe there's a single off that next batch, and then the single off the next three yeah. songs that come out. And so it it gives you something new to talk about. Yep. All the time. So that's good for marketing. New is more noteworthy than, yeah, it's a third single off the record that came out, you know, 18 months ago. That's right. It's not nearly as sexy as new single, nobody's heard it, 
not the you know all these people that have streamed it have heard it and all these other people but no this is new no one's heard it yeah and so it gives it more heat that way and you know what from an indie artist level think about it just from a pragmatic business point of view right Mm -hmm. like if you're going to set up a lemonade stand and you want to go and your goal is to go worldwide with lemonade stand Mm -hmm. i mean you don't just start buying up properties (laughs) right Right, like no. First thing you got to do is set up the first lemonade stand. You got to right. set up the first TGI Fridays. You got to set up the first O'Charlies. You got to set mm. up the first one in the chain, and make it make sense. Right, right. Make it profitable. Make it profitable, and then it grows from there. Mm. So, profitable. You've got to think like a business person. Yeah. You know, you've got to think like a business person. Far easier to be profitable on on one single than it is on a whole CD, mm-hmm. especially since you know no matter what product you have. You have to get people aware of it. You got to get yeah. it, you got to get it out there. So if you're not marketing, if you're not thinking about this, and you're only being the artist, then you're just nobody's going to know. Yeah, I mean, people aren't thinking like business people. They're thinking like an un- an uninformed gambler. Yeah, like I'm just going to put this money in that I spent on this album, and I'm just going to hope all that, in. Yeah. Yeah. All in. All in. <laughs> and I hope that it, the little ball lands on Black 13 or whatever, and here we go. Yeah. That's not how a business person thinks, or an intelligent gambler, even. They're, yeah, <laughs> right? No, right. They, and they, they are master of the game. They understand the numbers. They understand what's going on. And otherwise, you're just creating and you're creating for yourself. Nothing wrong with that. Mm. But if your goal is to make a living doing this, then you're going to have to to grow that brand. You're going to have to make people aware of it and they're going to have to anticipate stuff coming out. And you're going to have to do it initially in the digital market before you can afford to blow it up on radio. Mm-hmm. You know you know what we do this, I just thought about this, with this podcast. These are singles. Yeah. We do, at the beginning we did one week. Yep. Now we're doing two a week. Yep. But it's new content. We didn't save up, and some people do like seasons. That'd be more like dropping a record. Mm-hmm. But we're just dripping out content. Hopefully it's anticipated. It's welcome. You want to see what's next, and if you dig it, you go back and find all the other stuff. That's right. You can go, then you can binge, listen. But also, we talk about doing the one lemonade stand, then you scale up. Like I don't think I had the Blue Yeti mic from the first episode. Maybe I did. Maybe I was that committed. I might not have. But there's there's technology and there's stuff that we learned and we iterated that's definitely a lot better now. Yep. If you go listen to some of those first ones, Sonic Qualities not the best just had a friend say that who like for the first time went and listened to it yeah and she was like uh she's like where do i start with this whole thing you guys got a hundred like a lot of yeah i'm like you know what start at number one yeah and just learn like why should we listen to these guys yeah and you can learn a little bit about me and you can and like okay and then she listened to the last one yeah she's like night and day difference oh yeah yeah like on on the way we present it Mm -hmm. on how how we know we figured it out along the way yeah we're and if we said, we're going to do 130 episodes, and then we're going to drop them all. You yeah. know, like, it wouldn't have been, we wouldn't have had that that feedback, the learning curve. That's right. You know, the iterating. So you may put out, a, instead of doing 10 songs, if you know your next three or four singles are coming out of that. What if, you know, the second single is, you know, different from your first single, and that second single blows up. You're like, oh, I wish I had more of that stuff. Yeah. I didn't record any more of that stuff. <laughs> so now back to phase one with the third single, which is not what people responded to, but I'm, I've already spent the money. I'm, this is what i got to do. It allows you to be a little bit more nimble. You do, you know, what's hot, what's fresh now. And like, oh, people are responding to this side of what I do. Mm-hmm. Let's go feed that. Yep. But you can't really do that if you've already spent all your money on an album 
And that's just one facet of that album. You can't dive deeper into that because you're kind of locked in to go, well, that's, that's what we got coming out. That's right. That's right. I mean, man, it's, it's, it's a better way to go. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's just a better way to go. You got to learn more about it. If this still isn't making sense to you, rethink it. Like, understand that it, this is the way it's being consumed. No matter how you feel about a CD, mm-hmm. no matter how you feel about a big body of work, mm-hmm. just take the one song and put it out there and blow people's minds with it. You yeah. know, and get the art and the artist in front of new people and and figure out how to make that happen. Mm-hmm. If all artists did that. We'd have a lot more. I mean, what would happen? Just think about the numbers. Like, what would happen to Spotify hmm. when they make thirty-four cents a spin, right? Like, yeah. what would happen if like a million indie artists decided they're just going to put out one song and market the fire out of them? Like, yeah. how much would that, <laughs> what would that change on a daily basis? You know, yeah. like it would be astounding. And you're going to get people that are that are. Uh, uh, you're going to find that audience. You're going to get out there, and then when you, the more you find that audience, the more things come to you. We got some interviews that are coming up later on uh, this month or next month with uh, like a Daredevil artist, and we're going to mm-hmm. talk about that. You know, but I haven't recorded, I haven't produced a record mm-hmm. in probably five years. Yeah, it's just been EPs. Yeah, Jacob K's record EP. We're doing a Laura's record right now EP. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mark Bray EP. Yeah, um, that's what's going on, you know. Yeah. Nick, Nick Hickman just singles. Yeah, he didn't even have like a artwork for uh, <laughs> any sort of body of work. We're just putting out the singles and trying different ways to get him in front of uh, in front of new eyeballs. This is what's happening, guys. And and I'm just trying to keep your finger on the pulse. Go read that article. It's a good article. It, it drives it home, man. When you got a multi million dollar brand name saying, you know what, it's not even worth it for who can afford to do. Yeah, a you CD. Pull that out of her pocket. But why do it? Because nobody's consuming it. Yeah. Nobody cares right now. It's, mm-hmm. it's, and that's, but there's, that's not a negative thing. I'm gonna miss the album stuff, but it's, it's. This is your chance to get in there, doing one song and marketing. That's a hell of a lot less expensive than recording twelve and not marketing them at all. Right. Oh yeah. So anyway, hey guys, uh, you want to keep your finger on the pulse. You want to put some momentum back in your career. Remember how good that felt. Remember how good that felt when you when you, things start, were popping and, and things were moving along and, and you're getting that next gig and all of a sudden it just seemed like everybody was saying yes? That's called momentum. And in order to do that, you got to start making something happen. We can help you get there. Uh, sometimes just a one or two hour consulting call is all that it's going to take to customize something specifically for you. So reach out, email us at info at daredevilproduction.com. Production is singular. There is no S. Once again, info at daredevilproduction.com. In the subject line, put consulting, and we'll set up a time. Yes, there's a cost for it. Invest in yourself. You mm-hmm. know, it's not cost prohibitive. <laughs> you know, invest yeah. in yourself. Learn how to do this, and, and, and start to make some moves for yourself. So, that brings us to the end of another Killer Climb episode. Subscribe to the podcast. Join the Climb community. Mm-hmm. Share it with a friend. Let them know. And finally, leave a five-star rating and review. Let other people know that we are legit. This podcast exists because we want you to win. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 